0: Hello everyone and welcome to Healthline 3. I'm so excited to have with me a an actually a good friend. Yeah, that's right. As well as the owner of Shed at Weight Loss Center, Dr. Jaya McSharma. Yeah, I'm
1: excited to be here. Thank you. It's good to see you.
0: Yes, well, thank you. I am so glad to see you. And of course, we want to encourage people to call in today and ask questions because you're going to have a lot of questions. Because we're going to talk about a topic that we all talk about. Sometimes we don't talk about it. Out in public, but we talk about it with our friends and that we're always thinking about it. We're always thinking about it, (laughs) and that is weight loss. So let's let's talk about what it means to be overweight. Yeah. And you know, we have overweight and we have obese. Why don't you start by telling me the difference between the two?
1: Yeah, and, and that's an important distinction. I mean, I think a lot of people think it's just by eyeballing someone that you can tell if they're overweight or obese. That is not true. Now, everyone based on your metrics, your height, your weight, or your height and your body frame has a suggested ideal body weight based on medical standards. But I always caveat that with medical standards are an average of everybody. That does not mean that just because I put some numbers into a machine that I actually know what the perfect weight is for you or for me. But there are general guidelines that we can find that when you go above or below those guidelines or those predicted numbers, that you can predict someone will be more healthy or less, less healthy based on that. So basically, uh, so there's something called BMI, um, Body Mass Index, and when you reach a certain BMI, I believe it's 27 or above, you're technically considered obese and no longer overweight at that time.
0: Wow, okay, yeah. now, so aside from the Embarrassment. That, yeah. I mean pe- that we feel when we're, we don't we're, when we're overweight, right. There are real health implications, especially as you age. What, what does being overweight and especially being obese make you at risk for?
1: Yeah, So being obese, whenever we use it as a medical term, we truly do mean it as a medical term based on objective findings. Not like you know maybe a sixth grader being mean to someone and calling them obese. But it does carry those connotations, regardless of whether you're in sixth grade or a medical professional, no one wants to use the word obese. But what it actually means in the medical world is that you're increased risk of things that are going to affect your ability to live a long, healthy life. That includes high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease. Uh, we found out during COVID that if you were in the obesity care category, you're at higher risk for having a more serious case of COVID. You had a less risk of, you had a less chance of success if you're going to go on the ventilator uh, during COVID era time. So basically when you're obese, you're diagnosed with something that impedes your ability, your body's natural ability to heal and to, you know, not get heart disease and things like that, that affect you later in life
0: that's all big stuff it's big stuff yeah it's big stuff but yeah but there's also the mental health piece and i'll share something with you I, I recently lost some weight and i was telling a friend on the phone today i said i just enjoy getting dressed more there's such a mental piece yes. to and and even if nobody else can tell a difference right you feel better about yourself how does our weight impact our self-esteem, our desire to go places, and just our sense of self.
1: That is probably the biggest piece. I think that's the piece that lands people in our office at Shed it. Is that it's not necessarily about the number on the scale, what they actually say is, this is the biggest I've ever been and I do not feel good about myself anymore. And I remember, which I'm not at my ideal weight, but I've lost some weight this past year and I've been very open about uh, being on semaglutide, which we'll talk about later. But what it did for me was take the self-imposed embarrassment of not feeling good about myself and it took that off my plate. And especially women more than men, but I think everybody to some degree how we look, how we present ourselves, what we weigh is constantly taking up space in our minds. Mm -hmm. And so when you don't feel good about yourself, when you can't move without pain, when you can't do the things that you wanna do or look the way that makes you feel good, it affects every moment of every day. I mean, I used to say Mm -hmm. like I would go shopping and see my reflection in the mirror uh, to the door that you open to go in the store and that would ruin my day. I mean, I knew it was a distorted image, but just to think, everyone's looking at me and this is what they see. I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't even wanna go anywhere. And people tell me I just mm-hmm. stopped
0: going places. I've always said the cruelest light and mirror in the world is in the department store dressing room. So true,
1: so <laughs> true, which should be the nicest because that should make you wanna buy things. But whenever you're trying on things, it's hard to get excited about clothes or a new look or you know, even trying on things in the department store dressing room when you don't feel good about yourself. So it just makes you not wanna do anything. And then with that will come the anxiety and depression of self isolation. And it's kind of a vicious spiral. Once you stop participating in the life around you because of the way you feel about yourself, it's just a hop, skip and a jump away from severe anxiety, depression, self isolation. And we saw a lot of that during Mm -hmm. the pandemic. So, I mean, weight is really tied to much more than your physical presentation. It's, It's a state of mind as well.
0: Absolutely. I could not agree with yeah. you. Not could not agree with you more. And you know, we've all been waiting for that, you know, we always call it the magic pill, that yeah. magic thing that that makes it easier for you to right. lose weight. And I mean researchers are saying there's something in the journal Nature right now. Have we found that thing that's a real game changer.
1: I think so. Now, you know, it's impossible for me to look into the future and say that we'll be saying the same thing 10 years from now. But when you talk about semaglutide, this whole entire class of GLP-1 inhibitors. So you may have heard of semaglutide, liraglutide, um, terzepatide. So the (laughs) brand names of these are actually Wegovy, Ozempic, Saxenda, and Munjaro. These are the names that are making headlines. As far as I can tell, you know, from all the research that's available to us, this is it. This is the game-changing moment for the fight against obesity. They've been using it in Europe for several years. It's been approved by the FDA since 2017 for people with type 2 diabetes, but in 2021, the FDA approved it for the first time in eight years, a new weight loss drug, whether or not you have diabetes. And I think, I mean, I know we're gonna talk about it, but I think one of the Mm -hmm. great things about it is that it takes the shame out of weight loss. And what I mean by that is because of our jobs and our workloads and our schedules and the American processed food diet that's very easy for us to access, a lot of us have developed insulin resistance. And what that means is when we try to do the things that are right, like eat healthy, move more, count calories, you know, kind of the basic things that people tell you, it may not move the needle because we're metabolically resistant so there's a lot of shame tied up in that i know i did crossfit keto jenny craig weight well i mean name a diet i've guaranteed Mm -hmm. i've tried it and when it wouldn't work the way it showed that it worked for you know the ads and the before and afters i would see on facebook and tv i felt broken like Mm -hmm. well yeah i'm just not meant to lose weight there's something broken about me and there's so much shame tied up in that like somehow I'm a defective human being I mean it really can get that dramatic
0: when you don't see yourself in a positive way this this drug has changed all that so I want to talk about the drug on two different levels first I want to talk about how it works internally yeah how does semaglutide change your system
1: right so semaglutide um, is a GLP-1 inhibitor meaning it mimics this glucagon-like peptide hormone in your body that tells your brain you've already eaten. So it, you know, in layman terms, it basically makes you less hungry. You're just not as hungry as you would be without the medication. But also because of that, what it does, it actually slows down how quickly food is moving through your transit system, your gut, and because of that, your body or your liver doesn't have to secrete a whole bunch of insulin all at once to process the food that you just ate. So let's say you just had some of that delicious king cake from the last segment, okay, it looked amazing, didn't have any. Um, but even when the, move, when, when the food moves slower through the gut, it gives your body more time to process it. And by stabilizing the insulin levels, you're not having those huge spikes. So you may notice like after eating a cookie or something with sugar and you have all this energy and then you crash. Right. So the semaglutide also helps with that because it's processing the food at a more stable rate. that's why it's so good for people with diabetes. It actually lowers their A1C and lowers how much insulin is required to process anything with sugar in it. So it works in two ways, but those are the main two ways that have so many metabolic health benefits.
0: And when you put someone on semaglutide, you don't send them home with this restrictive diet. Right. Only eat this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Right. I mean, you just basically say drink, a lot, drink water, a lot of water, make yeah. sure you have fiber, and right. yeah. your, your body and your brain will, will adjust on its own.
1: I think that's the other reason that this is such a game-changing drug is that um, it's almost foolproof in that you can't not succeed with this drug as long as you drink your water and have your fiber because otherwise it could cause some transitory issues. Um, <laughs> but yes, we don't tell people to change their diet. The thing about diets are many of them are not sustainable. Um, I think there was a Reader's Digest book um, that said one a day or change one thing. And it's really about changing one habit over a period of time. Because if you try to change a bunch of things all at <laughs> once, okay, I'm done with Cokes and I'm not gonna have king cake this Mardi Gras season. Yeah, right. You know. Or if you try to do a lot of things that are drastic, it's not sustainable. Uh, the keto diet's very popular, but it cuts out carbs completely. And I tell everyone, sure, you can do keto, but the first time you eat a sandwich, it's over. You right. know, you're out of ketosis. So that's another great thing about semaglutide is that you don't actually have to change how you eat because it's automatically going to change the amount that you eat. And therein, you're gonna have tons of benefits just by that one change alone.
0: I've often thought of other diets as um, creating this war in the brain. So you yes. had the prefrontal cortex that says, I'm going to lose weight. I want to fit in this dress for my child's wedding. Right. Yes. But then you have the amygdala, the older part of the brain that's always thinking about surviving lizard brain, and it's saying, "There is a king cake in front of you, (laughs) woman. What are you doing? (laughs) Go eat it. Right.
1: You may not have have access to energy later. You better eat that piece of king cake.
0: Right. So you really have two different voices. Uh, But it seems like semaglutide gets your brain almost has a single voice
1: that is such a good way of putting it because you're not fighting a war against yourself you're actually in sync with your own desires so if you want a piece of king cake and you're on semaglutide you may have some king cake but I guarantee you're only going to eat a half to a third of what you would normally eat so I guess it's almost like automatic moderation you know and because of that the moderation helps you lose the weight but the other thing that happens is uh, this class of drugs in particular is famous for, or very well known for, helping you lose inches around your waist. The reason that, that when we have patients come in, we have our uh, nurse ninja, Crystal, <laughs> we have her measure your arm, your thigh, and your waist, and the reason is a lot of times our patients will lose inches before they lose numbers on a scale, you know, weight on a scale. And what we're trying to show you is when you're losing inches around your waist, you're actually decreasing the chances of you getting something called metabolic syndrome, which is directly tied to waist circumference. And if you measure your waist circumference, you can go online and on a chart, automatically see your risk for high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes. So when you're losing inches around your waist, you're actually becoming healthier and you're also changing your future because your risk of heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure is dramatically going down. So this one, This drug is a miracle in that it's actually making you healthier from the inside out, and weight loss just happens to be the side effect of that. You know, which is incredible.
0: So there's a big national craze, and I mean, supposedly everyone's talking about it on TikTok, and you have the stars (laughs) all talking about it.
1: Kardashians on it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: everybody, everybody's (laughs) using it. Right. But, but honestly, when we talk about FDA approval for use, it, it was it's not encouraged for the size 4 who wants to be a size 2. Right. Who's really the appropriate candidate?
1: Yeah, so there's two, uh, two ways we look at it. You could go straight off of BMI, which if you have a BMI of 27 or higher, then you're considered uh, in the obese category. So that would automatically kind of qualify you um, for the semaglutide or drugs like it. If you have someone who's not technically classified as obese, but they have some obesity-related complications, like they have high blood pressure or they have weight-related type 2 diabetes, they have something that's related to their weight that is actually affecting their quality of life, we will take a look at those patients too. But if you come in and you're in a normal weight and you don't have any weight-related health diagnoses, then semaglutide's really not for those people. I know a lot of people who feel good at a certain weight, and they're like, "Well, I just want to lose a couple pounds." We're all about making people get to their goal of feeling good, but maybe semaglutide isn't the option for them. Maybe we can help them with some other options that are indicated to help them slim down to where they want to. But we always guard against underweight, you know, and Mm -hmm. we always we have nutritional and mental health counselors that we refer to to make sure that we're actually treating the issue at hand. So it's kind of like people who go overboard with plastic surgery. At some point a doctor should have said no, right? When right. you see those yeah. people on E or you know that show Botched, I see all the time. <laughs> so weight's kind of the same thing. It's like, that's why we always sit down with the patient and the provider to make sure what exactly are we treating here? What's at the underlying cause so that we're not helping people to an unhealthy weight because we never want to do that ever.
0: We've also heard reports about the semaglutide craze creating a, an insufficient supply of things like Ozempic, which is clearly designed for diabetics. Right. Uh, what, what do you know about the semaglutide shortage? And do you worry about at some point it drying up and there not being enough? Where, how, oh, yeah. how is that going? <laughs>
1: yeah, we definitely worry about that. I mean, um, I think, so I think it's Novo, Nordisk uh, that makes uh, Ozempic and Wegovy. The Wegovy is basically the one, the brand name that's indicated for weight loss, and Ozempic is indicated for type 2 diabetes. So those are two different things. So the Ozempic is actually for diabetics to lower their A1C. Uh, this Wegovy is actually for people who don't have diabetes but want to lose weight. So the only difference in those two drugs is actually the maximum dosage that you can go to. So they're working the same way. It's the same drug, but with Ozempic, you're only going to 1.7 milligrams per week, and with Wagovi, you can go to 2.4. But as far as the shortage goes, I read that they basically just did not have the manufacturing infrastructure in place to meet the demand. I mean, they just could not make enough. Uh, so obviously they're addressing that. We do worry about that uh, from our clinic. We get ours from a compounding pharmacy. And there's only a handful in the United States that we can even you know, legally order from. Uh, and also we wanna make sure that our source is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know we had an h- entire clinic meeting about that because like, okay, what are we gonna do if we can't get the semaglutide? And we actually have backup protocols in place. Hopefully we don't have to go to those protocols, uh-huh. but we do have other things that we can offer people should it, should it dry up. I hope not. I hope the companies can meet with the demand because, from what I hear, you know, um, you know, in the corners of the internet, is that a lot of these drugs will become FDA approved for weight loss by the fall of this year, and they better be ready to meet that demand at that time because at that point, I think you
0: know, everyone that qualifies, I would imagine, is going to try to get it. You know. Wow. So let's talk about. The pace of weight loss. We've often heard if you lose too much too fast, it's, right? It's not ideal. Yes. What can you expect to lose in the short term and in the long term? And how? And which the follow-on question is: How long do you take it?
1: That great question. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, we try not to make promises about, about weight loss because everyone is different. I, like I mentioned, I'm on the drug and I had patients who were losing way more weight than me. And I was like, well, what's wrong with me that it's not working for me? But on average, uh, when they did a year long study, people lost up to 15 to 20% of their entire body weight, which is amazing. Uh, The first three months can be very um, motivating because you'll see a lot of inch loss and one of the things that we have at Shed-It is we have um, a very high-end Fit3D body scanner. We actually encourage you at your first visit to do a body scan because it not only shows you how much a percentage is fat, how much percentage is lean muscle, but it also will show you inch loss from visit to visit. So in the first three months, yeah, that's it right there. Oh, okay, that's cool. so good. Yes, and the, uh, the, the results are sent directly to your email, um, but we're also focusing on non-scale victories for those first three months because we want everyone to realize you could have some insulin resistance to overcome before this medication really starts to show a difference on the scale. And that's exactly what happened with me. So your first month you could lose 5 pounds, the second and third month you could lose up to 15 to 20 pounds, but we're really looking for inch loss those first three months. And in the entire first year you can expect to lose up to 20% of your body weight, depending on how much you have to lose. Um, the other okay. thing is we always tell people if it's financially um, you know, doable for you, we do recommend that you stay on the semaglutide for at least 12 months. The reason for that is once you're able to stay on the semaglutide for 12 months, it's almost like a complete metabolic reset, which means all the damage that we've done to our metabolism over the years from extreme dieting or you know all the lengths that we've gone to, we've confused our metabolism. But if you can stay on the semaglutide for a year, you can actually kind of reset your metabolism to factory settings, which is only gonna serve you for the entire rest of your life.
0: Oh, that's so amazing. So
1: 12 months is the recommended treatment. We have had people you know get off it sooner, um, but each, each individual is going to be different depending on what their needs are.
0: Okay. Well, I believe we have a caller right now. Okay. Is it Jen? Yes. Okay. Please ask, ask away.
1: Well, what I'm calling for is,
0: is that a medicine you can use that won't hurt your kidneys? Yes.
1: Absolutely. And I want to
0: know is there anything you can, a doctor can give you now with some of the new medicines out, for kidney failure, keeping going on dialysis?
1: Well, definitely if you have a kidney doctor, that's somebody that we'd want to loop in. In terms of weight loss medications, uh, that's another advantage of semaglutide is that it does not affect your kidneys' ability to do their job, Uh, but we'd want to get some baseline lab, you know, for the first time that we see you and then check it again in three months and then again at six months to make sure it's not affecting your kidney or your liver. But Um, A lot of people that have high blood pressure and diabetes also have heart and kidney problems, um, and this medication is safe for them. There's no stimulant in it, and it doesn't affect the other medications, and that's another really important point about it is that it doesn't conflict with other people's medications that they may already be on. Um, But we'd want to loop in your nephrologist, your kidney doctor, to make sure that they would be okay with the medication as well.
0: And one of the things too, you talked about losing fifteen to twenty percent of your body weight. I've read many times that if okay, you lose, thank you. oh yes, thank you, you're Jim. welcome. Okay. Thank you. Uh, if you lose just ten percent of your body weight, the health benefits are huge. They are. That doesn't seem that much, and for some people who are obese, that may not even be close to what they need to lose. Right, right. But that's a big deal. It is. You know, it's.
1: Like you mentioned before, it's mental and physical. For example, um, the physical benefits. When you lose one pound, just one pound, it takes away four to seven pounds of pressure off your joints when you stand. Wow. Yes, it's incredible. So when orthopedic doctors are saying, okay, I think you need your knee replaced, Uh, maybe we should try to lose a little weight beforehand you know they're not just being critical (laughs) they're not being critical what they're actually saying is that losing weight takes uh pressure off your joints which is going to make it easier for you to walk and to move so imagine what losing 10 percent would do for a person and that's just the physical benefits
0: that's amazing so i believe we have another caller right now jay hi My question um, was, do you need a referral from your, I have two parts. Do you need a referral from your primary care?
1: Uh, And the other question is uh, entrance coverage uh, or is it all out of pocket? Thank you for calling. Uh, So no, you do not need a referral. We are a standalone clinic. Uh, We have a lot of doctors do refer to us. Uh, but you don't need a referral from your doctor. You can just call us at 318-746-3880 and make an appointment straight away. Um, And we don't accept insurance. We're a fee-for-service clinic. Um, It just works better for us that way because insurance uh, would actually make it more expensive for us to be able to treat our patients. But if you qualify for something like Munjaro, for example, um, or the Wigovie when it is available, you can apply your insurance to the prescription when you go to pick it up. But if you're going to get the medication from our clinic um, or see me or our PA Michelle Doolittle, uh, then it's strictly fee for service, out of pocket.
0: And so, okay. simi- s- thank you, thank, thank you, you, Jay, thank you. Uh, so, time What what is the monthly cost?
1: It's five ninety nine per month, which I know has some sticker shock associated with it. That's why I say it out loud five ninety nine per month. Um, if Okay. If you go to the pharmacy um, and you were to pay for Ozempic or Wigovi out of pocket, it's actually $1,500 to $2,000 per month. Uh, so 599 for us includes the cost of meeting with a provider, a 3D body scanner, a monthly nutritional counseling session, plus the cost of the medicine. That's all included.
0: And actually, when I read, I've read lots of articles about semaglutide and when they talk about what you can expect to pay, usually it's a lot more than that. Oh, it
1: is, it's about triple the price. Yeah. So without insurance coverage, you'll be paying easily $1,800 per month. So we're able, so far so good, we're able to provide that for a third of the cost at this time. So I would, I always tell people if it's within your budget to go ahead and take advantage of it now, because like you said, the supply issue may cause us to increase prices in the future, which we don't wanna do, but so far we can offer it for five ninety nine dollars a month.
0: All right, and it appears we have another caller, and your name, please, ma'am. Margaret London. All right, please go ahead and ask us your question. Yes, I would like to know what, what, what's in it.
1: What is the semaglutide?
0: What's in it? I think. Oh, what's the question. in it? Mm-hmm. What's
1: in it, yes. So, our version of semaglutide is compounded. So you're gonna have a semaglutide in it, which is the GLP-1 inhibitor medication that helps you feel less hungry. And our uh, compounded medication also has a little bit of B12 in it. And we found the B12 helps people just in general with energy and also helping your body to work better because B12 is one of those essential vitamins that is used in almost every energy molecule in your body. But that's it, it's just B12 and the actual semaglutide that's in the medication that you get.
0: So tell us a little bit more about your clinic. You may have people who are interested in losing weight, but yeah. they realize they're maybe not in that, that uh, class that really needs semaglutide. What are, some, oh, sure. what are the other things that you do for patients? Yes,
1: thank you for asking. So um, at Sheddit, we don't just do the semaglutide, although that is one of our most popular things that people come for. Um, but for people who don't, maybe don't have a lot of weight to lose or who are interested in other options, Uh, We provide a provider consultation, that's either with me or our PA, Michelle Doolittle, and you can actually opt for an oral medication. One of our most popular ones is called Qsymia. That's how I say it. I have no idea if that's how you pronounce it, but it's Q-S-Y-M-I-A, and it's a once a day oral medication that can actually help you curb your appetite. The cool thing about Qsymia is that it has a little bit of Topamax in it, so if after doing your health history and physical, we determine you're a candidate, Topamax actually makes certain things that impede weight loss taste bad. So if you're a Coke drinker, a soda drinker, sweet tea drinker, you will not enjoy it anymore because it will taste not so good. Um, it will, it's one of those medications that makes you only want water in terms of beverages that you drink. Uh, so a lot of people have great success because they just don't want the things that they used to want that impeded mm-hmm. their weight loss. Uh, so that's an oral option that we have. It's also a little bit more cost-effective in terms of um, filling the prescription. It, that one we can actually offer through our partners, um, Boudreaux and Lake Charles, for $50 a month um, for the prescription. So that's one of the more affordable oral options. But we also have some people who are athletes or bodybuilders or people who don't necessarily have a lot of weight to lose, but they just want to tone up. And so we have our packages called the Lean and Sexy Shot. I was gonna say I didn't come up with the name, but I think I did. Um, and and all that does is actually help move around or not uh, get rid of extra fat around your arms, your inner thighs, and your stomach, so that it's more of a sculpting. Uh, rather than a weight loss shot. And we have a lot of people who love that just to fit into their jeans better. They'll get a lean and sexy package. And all you have to do is drink water and stay active and and they work like a charm. So we have lots of options depending on what your needs are, not just weight loss, but also toning up, building muscle, meeting with a nutritionist. So everybody's goals are different. And that's why the first thing we always ask is, what can we do? What What is your health goal for yourself?
0: So tell us where you're located and how long have you been open? We have been open, that's
1: a good question. I actually started uh, working there before we officially took over, but I think we officially took over in May of this year. And we're located at 2211 Shed Road in Bossier City. It's the most I've ever been to Bossier in my life. (laughs) (laughs) There's usually this great divide between Shreveport and Bossier, but we have now uh, mended it. Um, And you can call us at 318-746-3880. We also have a website, shedit.com s-h-e-d-i-t dot com and again no referral needed you can just call Takara right now and ask for an appointment
0: and have you seen your business grow i think i bet word of mouth yes. is just incredible word
1: of mouth is incredible you know by the time someone has been on one of our protocols um especially the semaglutide or the q by the second month they brought in three or four friends because they were just like my friends asked me what the heck i'm doing and i gave them y'all's number uh, and so we really want to focus on the positive aspects of getting healthy. We really want to be supportive to people, make sure their mental health is where it needs to be as well, and just create a positive experience for people and uh, you know, hopefully it's working. That's that's the feedback that we've gotten is that people love to share with their friends and family because they know that this is something that will be healthy for the rest of their lives.
0: And you're
1: on it too, right? I'm on it too. And I'm very open about like pros, cons, side effects, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, and so one of my favorite things is saying that both my PA, Michelle Doolittle and I, we are open about being on it and that's how we come up with the protocols for what will make it work the best because I'm doing it myself.
0: That's wonderful. This has been such a treat having you thank today. You. And, yeah. I know, and I know our viewers have learned a lot and your phone's going to be ringing. So I hope so. Yeah. yeah. So thank you to all of you for joining us for Healthline 3. We I hope you've learned a lot more about Shed It and about weight loss and about semaglutide. Go see Dr. Jaya on Shed Road. Yes, please. And we'll see you later.